DCM works. Support us and you can touch Ben's beard. No. <laughs> I want you to. <laughs> That's great. Uh, so this week I wanted to thank once again our boy Snell who's doing the work for us over on the Patreon. Uh, Gemma Scott who's been here for a while. Franklin, who that's the only name that you provided, uh, and K12Z3. 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 Kizzle? Kazow. Hi, <laughs> right, guys, welcome back to another episode of the Alpha Riders podcast. As uh, always, I am David DCM, lead writer, creative director of DCM Works. I'm here with my co host, Ben. Hi. Um, so, I wanted to do a quick, this will be a brief, a briefer podcast. They never brief. They never brief. It's going to be an hour that. long. This is going to. This will be a briefcase podcast. You can put it. Put it in your podcast briefcase. Take it with you. Um, <laughs> that's, you can get a huge briefcase. You can get you big. Can brief, a lot you can briefcase. get like briefcases that are the size of tables. This is Christopher Walken here to warn you that this contains some explicitly foul language, and if you don't like that, then I'll put my foot. In your throat. The soundtrack's amazing. Yeah. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the <laughs> gameplay is super fun. <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. Hey, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is afraid to a creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? have to make a lot of shit off to make good art. Yeah. yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth. Like. That's just ridiculous. And you can also get, like, ones that, um, you know, like, uh, like, you can get, like, military ones that are for, like, military computer, like, satellite things. Oh, and you open you them know? up and you blow something up? Yeah, like the ones yeah. in Call of Duty. It's like that. <laughs> no, you know the ones in, like... Those are called laptops, David. No, but you know how you get, like, a giant briefcase, and it's got, like, a laptop in it, but it's also got a bunch of other hardware? Yeah. It's like that. You can buy those in real life. Um, yeah, as I mean, ex-military yeah, items, and there's a computer like, shop near us that sells them. Yeah, they're they're like really rugged laptops, essentially. Yes, and they got like think pads. They're on them. basically bombproof. Yeah, like they're, they're pretty crazy. much. If you yeah. ever needed that. Um, but today's episode, uh, we're going to talk about uh, Assassin's Creed Syndicate, or all, all, probably all things Assassin's Creed. because I've got a few uh, things I want to cover. Yeah. Um, but before we do that, um, I'm going to spring a new segment on you. What? Um, I know. Is there a theme song for this? Yeah, there will be. Okay. I haven't written. Play anything. theme song. Good. Go. <laughs> uh, no, I'm not playing Oscar, it. cut over that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um, so this segment um, is... I haven't got a name for it yet, either. It's a bloody mystery. But um, I was thinking we'd do well, a segment... But, every... the, but the name is in the theme song. It will be in the theme song. So, so I'll, I will I guess we'll find out. I guess we'll find out what it is. Yeah. Um, but I wanted to do a segment at the top of each episode where we just cover briefly what we've been playing slash listening to slash reading slash uh, consuming. I like this. So yeah. just like briefly, and we just touch on it, and then we move on to the to the topic of the episode. Yeah. So um, why don't you go first? What have you been? What have you? Uh, what have, hang on. We'll call it. What have you been listening to? And then we can listening to. But that's a lie. It's everything. Okay. What have you been listening to? <laughs> I've been listening to. I've been going. What through... you've been listening to is the name of the segment, and we'll just go through everything you've well, been. I've been, I've been listening to Daft Punk again, mm. as always. Just going through the discography. I've been listening to. Fallout 4, still. <laughs> um, what else? Um, <laughs> I've been playing Cave Story Plus, which I don't think there's any difference between that and the original Cave Story. Mm-hmm. Um, that's about it. No, oh, that's exciting. You've had yeah. an exciting week. It's been a, it's been a fun week. Um, I've been watching Jessica Jones. That just came out. So good. <laughs> um, very intense, though. It's one of those things where you can only do about two episodes in a row. And then you're you like, no, nope, got to stop. 
Yeah, that. Um, uh, what else have I been watching? Oh, I just got back into Darker Than Black after last week's podcast. I decided to check that <laughs> yeah. out. Um, so I've been watching that. I tried to watch Attack on Titan again. I nearly killed myself. What? Attack um, on Titan is great. Unbearable writing. I'd forgotten. Oh, the writing's horrible. I've forgotten how st- sticky it is. I just like the, the just thing. Everything sticks together. Like, it's all yeah. just tacky and sticky. Um, <clears throat> and I've also been playing Assassin's Creed Syndicate. I, I touched... Ew. What did I pick up the other day? I picked up something on the Xbox that I've forgotten. Oh, Halo 5. Um, I just got into that because I have to play it for the story, but I haven't really got much into that. Yeah. I played like an hour and then was like, I have other shit to do. So I'll play that eventually. <laughs> but otherwise, that's all I've been... Oh, no. that's No, I started reading uh, Batman, the latest um, Batman Endgame again, which is good. Because I dropped off about four issues and I'm reading the tail end of that now that it's finished. So I've got mm. like eight comics left in that. But that's what I've been listening to. That's what we've been listening to. <laughs> listening to, yep. Yeah, good. Um, so, uh, the topic of this episode is going to be Assassin's Creed. So I wanted to get, first of all, your kind of experience with the series and, and, and any th- any thoughts you have on it. So the first game general. the first game came out, what, 2008? Two th- late 2007? Yeah. yeah. So 2007 is the best year for PC gaming, full stop, flat out. There's no argument. Wait, um, why? Uh, Crisis, Mass Effect, Assassin's Creed 1. Yeah, true. Portal came out a few years beforehand. Was it 2008? I think that was 2009. Yeah, that makes more sense. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, because Scrim... No, because Scrim was 2011. It must have been 2007. No. Well, anyway, 2007 was a great year. Yeah. Um, I... Like, I was in high school at the time, and I had... I think it was, like, first year high school. I had some shitty laptop Mm -hmm. that had a really good graphics card in it for no reason whatsoever. (laughs) Inexplicably? Yeah, it was a school laptop as well. okay. So I just... I played a bunch of games, and I played the first Assassin's Creed. Like, all pirated, like... Back then, all I did was pirate you games. Just, you're a thief. I was, like, 12. Like, what else was I going to do? Yeah, true. Like, I had no money. Oh, okay. Like, the first game I actually bought was, like, Modern Warfare 2. Like, before then, I just I just made a pirated place. You game. couldn't see yeah. that. I, just made a <laughs> yeah. I was like, ugh, gross. Yeah, it was, I don't know why, but... I did a paper route for a year to earn enough money for an Xbox 360. Yeah. Nah, like, I pretty I much did dedicated. this. Yeah. Um, it was, like, that and the Alien vs. Predator, which was disappointing. Mm. But it was all right, but... I mean, the ca- no, the wasn't. case the game came no, in was it cool. Wasn't. I got the special edition Revisit as well. Revisit that shit. It was not okay. I'll go back to it one time. I might. It's it's still fun. It's um, yeah. the multiplayer. It's was still good. something. <laughs> um. So I played the first game, and it was like the first like proper AAA game I'd played. Yeah. Because it was like that and Crisis were like the big two at the moment. Yeah. Back then, it was like, oh, does it run on Crisis? You know, like or like, can you run Crisis on it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah literally yeah. a website for like can you run crisis.com it was it became a benchmarking tool oh yeah like that's what crisis for one of, was for those of you young enough good grief to not, oh, uh, to yeah. not remember those days it was a benchmark it was a, it was a benchmarking tool and like that that was the joke like you would see you'd see like youtube videos about like some super cute computer being made somewhere and the top comment would be like Does can it, it run crisis, run crisis? like yeah, that was it the yes. answer is no, it can't. Because yeah, it's not designed it's not for designed, crisis. Yeah, it's designed <laughs> to do useful things, you idiots. It's like, Fuck. So Assassin's Creed was like... Like, it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, it was a fun game. But I because I had a shitty computer, I couldn't play much of it. Mm-hmm. Like, I... The cities worked fine, but as soon as I left the cities and went to, like, the really open areas between the cities, my computer just oh, choked. Yeah, so those I didn't were pretty get, big. I didn't get past, like, the second city mm-hmm. in the game. Yeah. Like, what I played of it was like, eh, whatever. It's like, it's kind of boring. But, you know, it's it was an interesting concept. Mm. Um, 
The only the only Assassin's Creed I've played apart from the first one is the second one. Yeah, I think that was a I think that's a good place to stop. <laughs> if, you, if you don't care about the series, if you don't care about the series, like, oh, okay, yeah. Fair. Amelia haven't played any of the others. Yeah, like I got Assassin's Creed two when it was on sale because I was just like, yeah, whatever, I'll play it. Drop a sick three bucks on yeah, like five dollars or yeah, something. Yeah, exactly. I was like, it was fun. I finished it. I thought the story was whack, um, in a bad way. <laughs> Can you move your phone to that side of the table for me? Sorry, the phone signal is hitting the preamp. Oh god, that's weird. Yeah. Um. So technology. I could just <laughs> hear it going. Oh really? <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, what I'm getting, is that? I'm getting messages. I'm, I'm doing what. my brain. I'm like, what is that? Like, what is making? Oh, it's the phone. Like, it was the phone. That's, that's crazy. weird as fuck. Yeah. So I I enjoyed Sorry. the second one. Mm. I thought it was less repetitive than the first one. I think that's what most people agree with. Is that the second one's less repetitive? Yeah, like the the yeah. side missions Each are a lot. Each sequence was a different kind yeah. of assassination. So you know, like that's sort of my experience. Yeah. And then I just follow news media for the other ones. So yeah, it's like it's for me, it's just like Assassin's Creed. It's just the game series that shows us what kind of bugs we can expect in the current generation. Yeah, it's, it's pretty much yeah, what it is. It, yeah. So it's like, do you want to know what kind of bugs the Xbox One are going to have? Hey, just, just look just at play, play Assassin's Creed. Yeah, uh, Unity. You, yeah, Unity. Idea. Yeah, um, just look so at Unity. It's like it's interesting. I feel like most people have had that experience with the series that don't play it every year or whatever. Yeah. Um, the first time I played it was I was at a friend's place. Um, it would have been like it would have been just when it first came out. So it must have been 2007, I believe. Um, it would have been, I actually know it had to have been 2007. Um, and I was at a friend's place for a sleepover. And for whatever reason, um, the, he had a PS3, I think, um, rather than an Xbox. And everyone had gone. Gosh, to, blasphemy. Yeah. PS3 came out before Xbox anyway, didn't it? Uh, yeah. It was like a for, year before. Not for, not for very, not much. It was also way too expensive for the time. Yeah. $1,200. Well, <laughs> yeah. And then the Xbox was like 600 Yeah. So I was like, <laughs> was what the fuck? It's like, why? It was weird. Um, yeah. I guess the Xbox was shipping at a loss, but still no ps3s were at a loss um really for a that's, long time jesus yeah. um that's crazy <laughs> most consoles are sold at a loss they, yeah well it's the games that make yeah. the money um but uh, except for the wii's 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 are made wii's were made at a profit really wow and they sold so many shows, yeah. and it shows doesn't it <laughs> jesus christ um it was made at a profit and everyone knows it was because of how it plays oh yeah i mean it's <laughs> old piece of tech the GameCube basically it's basically a PC from like 2004. Oh, it's literally a GameCube. Yeah. Oh no, yeah, it's the same. It's same it's a, it's 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 like the same motherboard from a GameCube, and then just like a better graphics card and a better CPU. I mean, better <laughs> graphics card is probably a bit heavy handed. Well, okay. slightly better. Slightly. Um. Also, not. I want to apologize in advance for the next two episodes being about video games and the previous one being about video games. Video it's, games. This won't happen all the time, but it happens a lot. Um. We just like video it's games. It's a good time. Um. <laughs> but yeah. So I was at a friend's place of a sleepover, and everyone else had gone to bed, and I was like, I think he played like through the first hour. I think he played through the first hour of the game and had just left it running, and everyone had gone to bed, and I was like, oh, yeah. let's, let's pick this up and see it's what play, it is. Play the game. Let's play it. And then I just ended up playing it all night. <laughs> like I didn't sleep, and I was like, oh my god, this I, is the greatest. I remember doing that at a birthday party, <laughs> but I was playing Mech Warrior. Oh the boy, time. oh Mech Warrior! I had a like, demo for like, that on MW4. the Xbox. Yeah, <sighs> love those games. I had a demo. For, I, I had a, a one of the demo discs that came with my original Xbox. Had a demo for the... Oh, no, it might have, no, it might have been a demo disc for 360. I can't remember. Yeah. But it was a demo disc that came with the console. Demo that discs were had that shit. on it. They were so good. They were so good. Um, and there's... Yeah, there was a there was a MechWarrior one, but you could only play, like, in one city yeah. and in, in two mechs. Like and two, I was like, yeah. this is the best thing so ever. So it's all you do. Yeah. yeah absolutely. That was a good time. Um, but I, I said, I was like, oh, this is great. So I, and I was like, eh, this is a cool game. But, you know, I was just addicted at that for, like, that one night. And I, I didn't yeah. really think about playing it again. 
Um, and then in... It would have been later that year, Assassin's Creed 2 was about to come out, and someone who I knew was like, hey, did you want to borrow this copy of the first game? And I'm like, yeah, I, you know, whatever, I guess. Yeah. Like, this was a time when you borrowed games. like Yeah, back then. Yeah, you know, weird. When you um, didn't have a huge library and games weren't just like five bucks. Yeah, and games yeah. also weren't just like imaginary intellectual properties that you yeah. download. Like, it was a time <laughs> when you had to have a disc or whatever. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, yeah, I'll just give it a crack. And so I played it all the way through, but... I played, like, the first two hours and then gave up because I had some other shit to do. Um, but then what I ended up doing was um, was uh, my cousin, who's... He's, like... He's technically my second cousin, but he's, like, uh, 50 or so. Jesus. Could have been, like, 40 at the time. Yeah. Um, he's, like, my mom's cousin, if that makes sense. Yeah, second but cousin. He's just always been cousin Andrew for whatever reason. Yeah. Um, and Andrew and I spent, like... He was over for the summer, and we spent the entire summer playing the game. Yeah. Just doing, like, one assassination hand... Like, all, like one mission or whatever handoff controller back and forth yeah we played the entire game like that oh it was, god it was a lot it was a lot of fun yeah like it was like oh this is this is a good time and so we finished that and then i was like i have to get the second one like that's mm. a good time and then that was just it i was yeah. down the rabbit Hooked. hole and it oh was just god bad like you, you're on that ubisoft um, drug <laughs> yeah man and then fucking um yeah and then it just got like assassin's creed 2 was probably a big turning point for the gaming industry as a whole because it was the first time i think anyone had um just the scale of what they did while Assassin's Creed the first one had done something similar, Crackdown had done something similar. Assassin's Creed Two was the first like open world that was oh yeah, organic. like it blew the gates open on open world games. Yeah, and it was organic yeah. and it was cool. And I remember, I remember the first time I saw the trailer for Assassin's Creed Two. Oh god, that trailer was so good. So good. Oh, that's the reason I listened oh, to Genesis. So good. Like, uh, it was, uh, what, was, what was that song? It's uh, Genesis by. Oh, I don't know. Or is it something by Genesis? I don't know. The guys who did dance, D-A-N-C. Yeah, but the moment that he raises oh, the hidden gun and shoots, oh, I was God. like, "Oh, that trailer <laughs> yeah. was incredible!" Yeah. Um. So that was that. That feeling of like, yeah, is like what I associate with Assassin's Creed. <laughs> and so then Brotherhood was like, "Hey, this is a good evolution." Revelations was like, "Okay, they perfected their formula, <laughs> right?" Um. And then, hang on, <laughs> preamp. Yeah. Okay. Um. <laughs> I'll cut out that little uh, little, <laughs> little moment where David was like, mm, "What am I hearing?" David didn't know what he was doing. Yeah, uh, it's so yeah that, that 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 feeling is what I associate with like a good Assassin's Creed. Yeah, and then Revelations was like the perfection of that formula that they produced, but it wasn't anything new. And then it went so it went and AC it stayed two not really being anything new. Well, no. So then it went AC two, um, AC two. Assassin's Creed Brotherhood, Assassin's Creed Revelations, then Assassin's Creed three. They completely rebuilt the engine. Yeah. And so that was the first one that really felt like it was anything close to being next-gen because the movement was good, the mechanics were good. But if you go back and play it now, it is the floatiest piece of crap. <laughs> so the first ones, if you go back and play the first few Assassin's Creed up to Revelations, they feel really robust. Yeah. If you play Assassin's Creed 3, it feels really swimmy. And then if you play <laughs> Assassin's Creed 4, it's just on, like it's just right. Yeah. So it's really weird. It's got this weird progression where they were like, oh, how do we make it feel like natural and whatever? And the problem that Connor had, who Connor was the assassin you played in, in, in three, the, in yeah. three. Aside from the fact that they wrote him really poorly, one of the biggest problems with that game is that he felt really good when you were running around and moving and stuff. But the minute you climbed, it was just this Cli- weird. Yeah, climbing looked was so this weird, like, in that game. Clunky gorillary thing that he yeah. did, and it just didn't feel right. Because they want the, like they needed like the whole tree climbing thing. Yes. So they kind of rebuilt the climbing yeah. to work in trees, and like tree non-rigid yeah. structures. Which works in the trees, but the minute you're on a building, it's weird. Yeah, because he's really, tra- fl- he's really yeah. fluid, and you're like, oh, that's strange. 
Yeah, he doesn't have the weight to him. Like yeah, he's Assassin's got, Creed 2. He's got no weight. Yeah. That's exactly right. And then you've got a Brotherhood where the weight's right, the combat's fun, they change the formula completely because you've got the ship that you travel on. Mm. It's interesting, you jump off a ship and explore. It was Assa- just like the perfect pirate game. Assassin's Creed was the first, like one of the first like big examples of basically the Batman combat system where you kind of like you soft lock onto enemies and then you just wait for a parry yes and then you just like but that was the entire through. first game was yeah just you just parry yeah your second game made it a bit better it was still kind of just parry the brotherhood they got it right <clears throat> yeah and then they ruined it in revelations <laughs> but then but then batman <laughs> yeah. just sort of made it well I, batman's a bit i mean they're pretty though, because... similar well, they, uh, see, they I, clearly looked at Assassin's Creed I think of them as making being, Batman, though. I always think of them as being really different because, uh, like, well, they're not anymore, but um, previously, I think they're almost exactly the same. Well, they're almost the same now, but particularly, like, Assassin's Creed 2 versus Batman. Batman was all about continuous hitting. Assassin's yeah, that's Creed true. 2 was about it was patience. waiting, yeah. And it's just like, it was like that fencing thing that made sense with Ezio, where he was this. Like, he was classically trained as, like, an Italian fencer. Yeah. So that was what he was good at. And that's all about parrying and, yeah. like, reposting. And waiting, yeah. And waiting. Whereas, Whereas Batman's like, just used whale on people. Yeah. And yeah, the, there is a bit of difference. The new there. Assassin's Creed, you play as these two characters that are, like, these rough and tumble people from London. So they just wail on they people. They just wail, like, <laughs> but it's ridiculous. Like, you just beat the fucking shit out of people. Like, you know in Batman, when it's, like, you get a heavy hit and you're like, oh. It slows down and yeah, crunch, and like, yeah. you can, like, feel someone's head snap on mm. your fist. It's like that, but all the time. But it's like <laughs> knees and elbows and joints and like fingers that you break, and it's just like, ugh. Yeah. <laughs> but um, the one of the things that's really good about the evolution of, and we'll talk about Unity in a minute because I know all of y'all are mad about it. Um, <laughs> one of the things they do, they've done really well, I think, over the years is they have learned from their mistakes, mm. which you can't say the same for a lot of franchises. If you look yeah. at something like Call of Duty, they do I not mean, learn from their mistakes. They just they just keep moving forward and pretend it wasn't a mistake. Yeah, Call in of case Duty. Someone notices. Call of Duty just sort of iterates, just yeah. constantly and sees what sticks. But if it does stick, they don't really. They just go. They yeah, just cool. keep going. Four games of this. <laughs> yeah. Whereas at least Assassin's Creed, they're like, oh, that didn't work. Let's try mixing. Like they could have gone from Assassin's Creed three to four and just change the location and given your character more weight. But instead, they were like, hey, the naval thing that we did. On an off, like there's like offhand naval missions you can do in three yeah. that are like small. And they were like, "Hey, what if that was an entire game and you were a pirate?" No, it was four. and like that was four and it was amazing and it was totally different. Yeah, and it was just like it was a completely different experience. And they could they didn't have to do that. They could it's have also just... a pirate game. Yeah, which is like, I mean. like it's not an assassin game. Give it, well, it, that's what that's what they've done now is they've given themselves the freedom to make whatever game they want. That's the thing. It's and pretty I think sneaky. It's genius. Like yeah. the, the the invention of the animus. They stumbled. You said this before, I think. They stumbled onto the greatest storytelling mechanic in a video oh, yeah. game of all time. Yeah, just... they can be like, "Oh, that couldn't have happened in real life." It's an anonymous. Mm. It doesn't matter. Like, it's just genius. Yeah. And what it also does is that they've created this metafictive, where there's the <laughs> Obstergo Industries in the game is Ubisoft. Oh yeah. But Ubisoft the also whole... exists in that world. Mm. So what they can, what they've done is they can be like, "Hey, you play as a character playing a Ubisoft game in this world." And it's a fantasy game, but it's an Assassin's Creed game. They have that option if they want to. Mm. So they could be like, Assassin's Creed with dragons, if they wanted to. Or zombies. They could do that. They have that option. They can also uh, cross over with their other franchises. Which they probably will, because Watch Dogs will. is basically sick. Go watch, watch that game theory. You tell, yeah, you talk, yeah. I, did, I watched it after you told me about it. It's a really that. good game theory episode. And um, watch it if you, it's, I don't know what it's called, but it's about... Um, it's called Watch. It's called the Net, Assassin's Creed in the Future or something. I can't think what the title of the video is. Basically, it's just describing the... 
it's making the connections between yeah. Ubisoft worlds. So um, basically, Ubisoft has like a Marvel Universe esque thing going potentially. on. Potentially. Well, yeah, they haven't like officially bridged the. But they gaps. do. It's Ubisoft. But they do. Like it's yeah. Ubisoft. They're like, yeah, but we do. Yeah. But also, like, I mean, yeah, and it's the kind of thing where like the Far Cry characters are probably just assassins because they get they get yeah, almost supernatural powers assassin. and like, Far Cry. Yeah, Far Cry is a bit sort of left wing, but like. Watch Dogs and Assassin's Creed. Like, not only are they basically the same game. You basically do the same thing. You do thing. the same thing. And also, the, you assassinate... Also, you assassinate the guy from... Yeah, from... Assa- from you assassinate yeah. the guy who runs the company in yeah. Assassin's Creed 4. Like, like they, they are connected. Literally, it's the <laughs> yeah. same guy. Like, it's not even like, oh... We're, we're, it is the it. same guy. It's the same guy. <laughs> like, it's just like, oh my god. But, um, one of the things that... So, we'll talk about Unity really quickly. Mm. So, what, what what are you aware of from Unity? Buggy from as what fuck. Happened? Yeah, okay. It's that game. It's that notorious... Yeah, well, I think... Welcome to next gen. Buggy is a strange way to put it. I think that's probably being a bit generous. It was just a mess. <laughs> yeah. So, in the same way that Batman Arkham Knight was a mess when it came out on PC, Unity was a mess on everything. Yeah. Like, it just didn't, it just didn't run. Which is weird. We- like, coming from a... weird. Coming from a, uh, like, a developer perspective... Like fucking up on PC is okay because PC is such a hard like it's landscape. A yeah, it's the same as Android. There's just so many different combinations yeah. of things. You're gonna get it wrong eventually. You're gonna get it wrong somewhere. Yeah. But consoles is one console hardware. <laughs> yeah. Which well, you like be for each platform the whole time. Yeah. And it's like, how do they fuck that up? And there's mm. a great video that uh, Mr. Sunday Movies did um, that you should go check out. Actually, uh, might have been Bandit Incorporated. I can't. Remember. One of the two. They have pretty similar channels, but um. Yeah, I'll put it in the show notes, whichever one it was. But um, the, the there was a video on how they f- like what actually happened and how they got to the point where it basically didn't work. Yeah. And pretty much what had happened was they produced this game and they were like, "Hey, great, Assassin's Creed Unity, it's awesome." And, add more. Well, no, they didn't add more they features. Feature no, they actually they they were really good with. And this is actually one of my complaints about the game, which I'll get to in a minute. But they went no more features. Let's just make it the best looking and best living world we can. Oh dear. But so, and they were like... That's like put, worse than a feature. They were like, let's put the most number of NPCs on screen. <laughs> but truly they did. Truly they did. And there is a scene where you're outside... Um, what's the big church in Paris called? Not, uh, not Notre Dame, the other one. Might have been Notre Dame. No. That's uh, the big church. <laughs> yeah, I think it might have, Yeah, it might have, it's wherever the first big assassination is. But there's a scene where you're on the rooftop with your mentor and you look down upon the crowds... And there's just hundreds of people, and they all have their unique behaviors, and they're yeah. all moving uniquely, and they travel in certain packs if they kind of group up as, like, crowds and stuff, Think, and they riot. Yeah. And it was just like, oh my god, this is the most... No one had done anything close to it. And it was sensational. And then the but game the crashes. the problem was, <laughs> it was so... It just chewed up the hardware. Mm. And it just chewed it up and chewed it up. Because what you had is you had all these people, which would be fine, but you've also got the city of France which is dirty, so there's mud and there's water and they both yeah. have different consistencies and there's steam and there's steam from smoke chimneys and there's smoke, but then there's also steam and smoke mixing together so and it was, there's flags and there's just too much stuff. Because it was the first, sort of, it was like one of the first new, uh, like, next-gen. Big time. Like, one of the first on Xbox it, One, it was, PS4. It, was a la- it wasn't a launch it wasn't title, a launch. but it was pretty soon after Halo 4. Yeah. So it was a launch title for the Xbox One. Yeah, so it's like games that come out then are always going to have issues whether it's like like some games they will come out early in like a generation Mm. and there'll just be no discernible difference between the last gen because they're just they're sort of being like conservative they just plugged in the new hardware yeah and then there's the Assassin's Creed Unity where they just sort of try to blow it out of the water but at least they try and like 
uh, Rise, Son of Rome did sort of the same thing, where they were like, let's just get as much graphical fidelity as we can. It was the just new make cr- the game it was shit. kind of what well, was the new Crisis for them. It's yeah, the same studio. it's just... It, it was just, just, it was just a, good. hey, does the CryEngine work on Xbox One? This is how good it works it on does. Xbox One. <laughs> like, Hooray. And, hey, I'll tell you what, though, that was actually a fun game. Yeah, I mean, it would be fun. I played it, it's and like it was... Cinematic it was just dumb fun. Yeah. Like, it was fine, and that was, that was all... It didn't pretend to be anything else. Yeah. It was just stupid fun. And you go around and you stab people and it's bloody and it's slow motion and it's basically Batman and Rum. Yeah. That's like, fine. The, the kind of... You get a... Like, when you get later in a generation, obviously games get better because developers get better yes. at developing for that console. Yes, because it's a more... So, like, it. something like AC Unity. Yeah. Where it's like, they could have just sort of, like, held back. Yeah. Not try to break any records because they're on a new... Because, pl- like, not only was like the new hardware new it was also a completely different architecture totally different like engine as well of... they rebuilt it from the ground <laughs> up yeah like instead Which of like idea. instead of the peer the like the ps3 and xbox one mm. xbox 360 which had quite different uh, architectures mm. now they were both ps4 and xbox are both on arm processors yeah which is different from the previous ones altogether yes so it's like it's like it's better because it's like okay there's only one architecture that we have to deal with mm. Then PCs, which is, <laughs> but then it's like, but it's still like you know it's new. Yes. you can't. You really, you really can't try to push something unless you go in going like, look, like we have a new IP if that we're gone, launching. This might be a weird tech demo kind of a thing. Yeah, which which, which companies have done. I mean, that's yeah, weird. but you don't put it on your yearly franchise. No. You, you put it, it on something new. No, that was Watch Dogs. That's yeah, and that's what Crisis was. That was but, like here's a like yeah, we have Far Cry One, yeah. which was like our old Crisis essentially. Like yeah. our, our like we made a new engine. We don't really know what it is. Let's put it on a new IP and just see how it goes. And mm. then Crisis, yeah, like the same with uh, like a lot of the like Heavy Rain. Yeah. As well. It's like, here's what the PS3 can do. Yeah. You're like, all right, cool. It's not Indigo Prophecy 2, but it's basically Indigo but it's, Prophecy yeah. 2. But I mean, that was that was exactly what Watch Dogs was, if you remember. That was like one of the launch titles, more or less. Yeah, true. Um, it was, well, no, sorry, it was going to be They a were title, touting it, was, it as... Then it was then delayed. It, and then it got... Several times. And then it got, like, pulled back. Yeah. Graphical fidelity. And it Which, was like, what's the point? Well... Just like, whatever. Like, people who complained about that, I was like, really? Like, you're getting angry at... The game had downscaling the graphics. The game had all yeah. the Um It's like to me, downscaling graphics is like the like the least like annoying yeah. thing that could happen. So the, it's like okay, it's gonna run better. But nah. So the it, prob- it didn't the run problem better. with uh the problem with Watch Dogs wasn't the graphics at all. It was just that it wasn't very exciting. Like they just were like, Hey, what if Assassin's Creed was GTA? Yeah. And then it played like that, and that was fine for what it was, but it and but it didn't pretend to be anything else. Yeah. Like it was never at any point like Hey, we're cool. You think it was just like, nah, it's, this is this is Assassin's Creed GTA. But then what they've done now with AC Syndicate is they've made Assassin's Creed GTA, and it's so good. <laughs> so okay, so we'll go back to Unity, right? So Unity is set in France. You're in Paris. Mm. Um, About time. Yes. I like this ever since the second game when everyone was like, oh, make a make a Assassin's Creed in Japan with ninjas. I'm like, no, make the French Revolution. <laughs> like just make the French was, Revolution. So the, they so they had a few. And things. they're like, yeah, it's in France. I'm like, yes, yeah, French Revolution. It was good. It was a great setting. Um, it was great. They built the atmosphere. It's really hard to explain, but the way they built the atmosphere of the city was really really good. Um, the city had character. Yeah. Um, in the same way that London in the new one has character, it really had character. In the same way that all the different cities in AC2 had character, it had character. And in the same way that uh, in Brev- 
AC2, they kind of blended together a little bit towards the end. Yeah, but at least colors, at least they had different In colors. general, it was like, yes, this is Italy. It feels like Italy. Yeah. And then in AC Revelations, where they just completely missed the ball and it didn't feel like <laughs> Whatever. They were like, Constantinople. This, this just feels like, yeah. it just feels like the previous game. It feels yep. like Rome. Um, but yeah, so they had real character. Um, France felt, it. The Paris felt alive. They had, there was different stuff going on all the time. The combat, they finally got it to a point where it felt like attacks had weight. Mm. Um, so you were a fencer because you're obviously in France and so your character was primarily trained in fencing and so when you parried it would feel like you parried with weight and if you parried at the wrong time you'd get thrown back and your attack would do less damage and it became like this really intelligent combat system Yeah, that was too hard people were bad at it because they didn't understand the physics I feel like that's not a problem but like, I'll explain. I'll explain why it, beca- it becomes a problem later on Yeah, but so that was one of the big complaints people were like combat is too hard now and then the rest of us were like, no, it's easy. You just it's physics. It's too easy now. And everyone was yeah. like, no, it's too hard. So you had very, um, very, yeah. very opposed. So it was different. And some people were just like, I'm bad like, at video I'm games. I'm bad. It's hard. And yeah. I'm I'm terrible at video games, but I had fun with it. Oh, like yeah. Some people yeah. would just pick it up. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm god awful at video games, but I just work at it. And I'm like, oh, this is still fun. Mm. So that was good. And then they had so okay. So this is when we get to the story and the problems in this game that are mostly come from the story. Mostly come from the story <laughs> that bleeds straight into the gameplay it's so, so weird the problem with the story wasn't that the story was badly written it's that the story was way too subtle the character development was way too subtle the characters were way too subtle people were like oh they're just these wooden empty shells they're just like fulfilling these roles like it was like not like assassin's creed 2 where it was like literally everyone and it was like literally everyone was a character everyone was crazy whereas in assassin's creed unity you had this character who was he was like he was young he was arrogant he was angry dark brooding well basically sort of yeah he was kind of more quippy like oh wow that that differentiates him quippy's the wrong word um Actually, quippy isn't right. So you know how you know how James you know how Daniel Craig's James Bond doesn't yeah. quip. So like the other James Bond, like so there's a yeah. particular scene in the new film. I don't think it's much of a spoiler. Oh he God, goes, I love the new he's film. at like an organic bar or whatever or something, and he he goes, he's like, can you get me a beer or a martini or whatever? Oh yeah. And the guy's like, all we have is organic juice. And instead of quipping like like an old James Bond was, Daniel Craig just turns around and goes, fuck you. <laughs> like and that's so his James Bond. Yeah. Like he wouldn't quip. He just feel like you know what, fuck off, buddy. Mm. Like that's him. And that was what Arno was like. Whereas Ezio had been like, Hey, I'll give you some cheek. It's a fun time. I'm a fun yeah. character. Even when he was old, he's like, mm. I'll give you the sass. Like, you know, <laughs> I'll give you the sass. And then Connor was this gross fucking Christian Haydenson motherfucker. Hayden Christensen motherfucker. Yeah. Got his name wrong. Um, who was like, everyone sad. I feel sorry for me. It's bad. Connor was just a boring <sighs> character. And the way they built him was boring. And it's a shame because he had a really good, he was the first like Native American Oh character. yeah, like they had an opportunity. And, and instead they, they just made up. him this mopey teenager. Yeah, they fucked boring. it up completely. But so in AC4, you had one of the best characters of all time who was a swashbuckling cunt pirate. I mean, yeah, like that's... that. was He didn't have any character evolution. <laughs> he was just that and it was amazing. And it was like you get to the end of the game and there's a particular scene where a character's like well we made it um because you kind of you're in love with well you're not really in love, it's like hinted at but you've got this character who's like Anne, uh, and someone or other mm. she's a famous pirate person um and you kind of sail off together and she's your first mate and there's this beautiful outro where you're at your pirate base and your um your daughter is uh you're, you're going to meet your daughter in london or whatever so she's been shipped in from somewhere else and you're taking her to london to a new life with this person um and she's at, this woman is singing this song. I can't think of what the pirate song is, but it's just this gorgeous outro. And 
really emotional, really, really well written, really well executed. Everything about it was perfect. And then you go to Unity, and instead of these kind of over-the-top, grandiose, oh, I'm going to have... Like, it was really like... Assassin's Creed 4, I I went back and watched my original recording, and I was, like, this close to crying. Like, it was (laughs) was just so well done. Yeah. And that was such a great game. So perfect. Um, But in Assassin's Creed Unity, it was much more subtle. The characters were a little more grounded. You had... the, The primary characters in the game were Arno, who was your protagonist, and Elise. And Elise was the daughter of a Templar master. And you are the son of an assassin master. Mm. And you have this relationship where you kind of were in love at some point, and that's no longer the case. But there's still something there, and the, the chemistry is a lot of what drives the script. Yeah. But unfortunately, the two voice actors didn't have a ton of chemistry. <laughs> Great. Which is just a casting problem. But voice that, acting in video games is so hard. Yeah. But if you look at, like, so if you look at the chemistry between Kevin Conroy and Mark Hamill, yeah. who's Batman and Joker, perfect chemistry for those two characters. Mm and they put and if you've watched them in a room together when they're doing the voice acting because they'll be standing over there and they'll be doing scenes together voice acting and you're like oh my god it's like they're the characters like yeah. they have that chemistry but um, the voice actor of Arno and Elise they were both separately amazing so you have these fantastic scenes where you were Arno and you were doing stuff and there's a particular scene where you're trying to get some information out of a uh, he's not even a Templar he's just a guy and you, you just get really pissed off because he's not telling you. So you just grab him and drag him into this room, throw him, shackle him up, and start punching the shit out of him. <laughs> and you're like, tell me what the fuck I need to know. And the guy's like, okay, fine, it's this. And you just like you, you walk out the door and you have your hand on the doorknob and you turn around and you're like, you know what? You're a spineless piece of shit. And you just slam the door and walk out. <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, fantastic. But the minute you put them together, there's no chemistry. Yeah. And I'm like, that's a shame. Like, it's just a casting. They've missed the casting yeah. thing. Nothing you can do about it after you start recording or whatever. Like they should have, they should have done something though. And so you have these two characters that are the main part of the game, and they have no chemistry. And so the script feels flat a lot of the time. And then you introduce other characters into that relationship, and instead of playing off and getting this nice dialogue that's realistic and alive, it just gets more flat because it's like someone else trying to inject into this and oh, it's just God. not working. And it's, it's like just, no, stop. Just this steady like like not like snowball effect. If you get to the end of the game and. It's probably not a spoiler. It might be a spoiler. <laughs> Everything's a spoiler. Yeah, um, the, one of the characters dies. Oh, no. Um, yeah, and it's like, oh, that should be emotional, but... But I don't but, care. Well, nah, you do care, and it's like, oh, that's sad, but like, I don't care as much as I should. Yeah. Like, it should have been a moment in a video game where you cry. Like, they really did a good job of it. But just the script, and the, well, not the script, but the voice actors, you just didn't feel it, because they obviously didn't feel it. And it was like, ah, oh, fucking damn it. <laughs> like, it just was really frustrating. Like, uh, you want to care, but yeah. you can't. And they had these great, awesome... Yeah, they had these great, awesome characters they introduced. They had this, uh, the King of Beggars, who was a great character, beautifully cast, bouncy dialogue, bounce off Arno brilliantly. They had this really weird banter thing, because Arno was bad at banter, and this guy was really good at it, and it would just end up, like... They would have these conflicts in conversation, and it was incredibly well-written. But then other times, you'd just be like, oh, did a 12-year-old write this script? <laughs> and then other times, you'd be like, this is so subtle that I'm going to have to watch it again to unravel it. But the problem with combining the two is all people see is the stuff that's obvious, and they, they miss the stuff that's too subtle. And what you get at the end of the day is people walk out of it, they were like, I didn't feel emotionally connected to any of that at all. Bad game, bad script, bad story. Yeah. Shitty characters, you know, sexist personification yeah. of women, bad... It's all this stuff that they say, and it's like, maybe you just on education maybe you just suck at playing maybe, video games yeah maybe you're bad at playing video <laughs> games or maybe you're just bad at understanding what makes a good story but either yeah. way they were i could see what they were going for and that's the most frustrating thing is i could see the bits there that were good, <laughs> and i'm like i can watch i just watch this this like a city yeah. plane crash or whatever and then you go to syndicate and everything is right 
Like, everything. Oh, that's good. Like, they just... You know when a studio, or in this case, a handful of studios, but whoever is the, the game director, um, you know when someone is hitting all the buttons right, and it just works? Yeah. So, you remember in the lead-up to Arkham City, any interview with any of the people working on the game, they were just so happy about the game. Like, they were just jazzed, and they were just yeah. really into it. And you watch the interviews for Arkham Knight, and they just are really subdued, and there's just not that energy. Mm. And you can tell that it's not going to be a good game because of that. Yeah. Like, it's a really obvious sign. And you look at Syndicate... And, like, even just when they talk to the voice actors who play Jacob and Evie, who are the two main characters, they're just, like, they're just so happy that they were part of this project. And mm. you're like, okay, this is going to be something. Like, if the, the minute that people are happy to have worked on it, you know that something's yeah. going right. And you can feel that energy, and you can sense it. I was watching an interview with the, with the woman who plays Evie last night, and um, she was just like, yeah, it's great to be a part of this, like, amazing thing that we've all done together, and I can't believe that it worked so well. And then oh, everyone oh, thank God. It. Yeah, and I bet you saw like, <laughs> we actually pulled oh. it off. But um, I guess I'll talk through a few of the things that, about the series that I find interesting. Um, and I'll try and make it brief. But um, <laughs> one of the things that I think they did really well in this game is that you know how Marvel, f- the Marvel Cinematic Universe, the dialogue is like really bouncy. Yeah, it's the only way, it's the only way I can ever think of to describe them. It's just kind of bouncy and fun. Yeah, and there's quips and stuff, and they're blowing shit up, and Iron Man is quipping and whatever and everybody's having a good time and there's tension or whatever they managed to capture that in ac syndicate but in a way that makes sense in the time era they're in oh, okay so like they all because they're in london and it's like during the industrial revolution yeah so they've got like cool victorian style steampunk gadgets which is great it's just <laughs> such a good idea i mean where else would you go oh i mean it's such a good setting yeah like and you've got like a badass like rope launcher thing that's just basically the batman grappling the, hook yeah bat hook. but cooler and it makes more <laughs> sense and it always connects to stuff you know in the batman series mostly your grappling hook will connect to stuff but sometimes it wouldn't it'll it, yeah this one you can only use it if there's two points to connect yeah but it's really intuitive and it's fast and it's designed well and it just works um and so that's great so that's from like a gameplay perspective they, they've they've nailed the traversal the buildings are much taller because it's london and that addition like without it it would be really annoying to get around mm. and you're like oh that's that's yeah, good fun easy to get around rooftops but also easy to get up to rooftops they were like hey how do we make this even better horse carriages such a good idea <laughs> so much fun i the, the number of hours i've spent just ramming carriages into each other is insane because it's a good time, and the physics are good, and you can ram stuff, and you can shoot horses in the face, and they'll flip I was gonna up the say, carriages. Do horses stuff. die? Yeah, oh. you can kill horses. So like, there was a chase scene <laughs> I was doing this morning, and there were like a bunch of carriages following us, and the the other character was driving the carriage, and he's like, "Take them out." So instead of shooting the guys, I just shot the horses, and they like flip over, oh, like, crop God, up, and the yeah. carriage would just go everywhere. <laughs> it was so good, and I was like, oh, "This is basically AC GTA." Yeah, and it works. Um, this the thing that makes the game. Everything else is good, but the thing that makes the game is the score. The soundtrack is sensational. It's mm. a lot of violin. It feels like steampunky and Firefly-esque. The tone of the game is the same as the music. Like, it just... Everything comes together in a way that it hasn't before for them since probably AC2, where all of the components work individually well, but they're sort of tonally correct together, yeah. which I think for us is always what makes a great game. It's why Alien Isolation is so good until the final act. Like... Because all of the things work together, and the music and the tension and the silence and everything they've done in the gameplay, it all fits together nicely. Yeah. And then obviously the last act is a disaster. But like, <laughs> but like about the last act. oh god. Um, but then AC Syndicate, they've done the same thing where all of the components they put together suit and match, and all of the gears line up, and it all just slots in nicely. And it's just as well considered, well made package. It's actually a decent AC game. I think it's probably the best AC game we've seen 
since two. I mean, if if not ever, like it's hard to it's hard to look back and be like, oh, it's better than AC two because yeah. it was a different time. But it's probably the best thing they've put out in the years. Like it's just sensational. I think since Brotherhood, probably, um, it's it's on par with Brotherhood, and I consider that to be the best Assassin's Creed, um, mechanically and gameplay and story and stuff. Yeah. Um, I haven't finished the story though, and apparently the ending is rough. I don't. People have just been complaining about it. I keep getting emails and they're like, uh, well, I everyone, haven't seen it yet. Like everyone complains about endings. For yeah. Games. Except fucking Arkham Knight. What the fuck was that? Ugh. Um, <laughs> they had the uh, dumbest ending. Um, well, not. Uh, it makes sense. It just they did that thing where they were deliberately vague, but not in a clever way. They were just uh, vague, and yeah. I was like, just, <laughs> just vague. <laughs> I'm still mad. About it. I did a video trying to explain it, and I got to the end. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck that. Fuck oh, this. Fuck this. I'm so not mad. Worth it. I just got mad. <laughs> Uh, so you can go watch that if you want. That was an unintentional plug. Or don't. I just get mad. It's not a good time. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I think one of the things that they really got uh, hit on the head is just everything comes together well. And you've got... So the, the premise of the game is you've got the two twins, Jacob and Evie, um, who are these two twin assassins. Um, and they've gone to London to try and stop this character, Staric, who's who's got this Templar empire he's built. But for the first time, it doesn't feel contrived that the Templars own London. You know how in all the other games, it's always like, ah, oh, take out all the Templar masters, yeah, it's claim victory. Weird. Like, it's the yeah. same formula every time. This time, it's like, oh, well, they're also heads of industries who happen to have been converted into Templars. Yeah. So, like, instead of in the previous ones where it's like, oh, yeah, this Templar they're took over this. They're just these people. They're just like, people what? who have been strong-armed or they've yeah. been... So, like, at the start, it's like they've either been strong-armed or they've been paid off or whatever the case. They're just people that happen to be involved with the Templars. Yeah. And so for the first time in an Assassin's Creed game, you're not necessarily the good guys. The whole storyline for the Templars in Assassin's Creed is fucking stupid. It comes from a good place, but it's dumb. It comes from the first game. Yeah. Because the first game was set during the Crusades, and yes. it's like, who are we killing? It's like, Templars. Templars. And then in the second game, they're like, shit, who's our main antagonist Templars. for this weird story that we've created? It's just like, we'll Templars. just use the first game. Templars. And then Templars and Templars and Templars. At least Assassin's and, Creed 4 was I mean, not about Templars. <laughs> I mean, I'll, it was about pirate I'll give them points on being consistent, but it's like, it doesn't take long to realize, like, why they just went with Templars. Because they were in the first game. Yeah. It's like, if, it's like if, instead of Bowser, they decided that the main antagonist of Super Mario Brothers was just going to be the Goombas, because that's the first enemy you see in Mario in like uh, Super Mario Bros like yeah, that's what except, it is oh uh, no except in Assassin's Creed one of the biggest antagonists is Juno what yeah um, <laughs> what? okay so <laughs> yeah exactly is so, that like one of the weird metaphysical the, the precursors yeah <sighs> so no nah, it's <sighs> real no 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 that's, <sighs> that's one of the best parts of the game um, so one of the things they do really well in this one is it's not too heavy handed that shit but like yeah, that shit noise just lost it, me. I was like, I don't it, give a fuck. Yeah, I just want to assassinate it people. was really good in th- in three, but they fucked it up in Revelations. You spent the entire game in a broken animus, like it just was shit. <laughs> AC Revelations was dumb until you. Got why into- would you? Why would you break the only reason your games are able to do what they do? Well, the no, like the animus. No, you were just in a broken animus. Like there is, there are a lot. I feel of- like that's a horrible plot device. Yeah, because it's like well, the no. reason Assassin's so, Creed is able, like as we went over, like, yeah. the reason Assassin's Creed's able to yes, be so good is because can, the animus. You can pop the animus is just like this mystical. Yeah, it's a tool. We can do anything. Like the animus is basically Jake from Adventure Time, where they're just yeah, like, oh, just if, do whatever, you just do anything. It's Which just is like such if we, a good idea if for we want to, yeah, it's just like if we want to progress. That's just like a plot progressing device. Yeah, which fits for me. It's Ditto. 
in in the necessity of Hendrix or that that series, it's Ditto's because yeah. they can do fucking anything. So it's like if you so you just have to pick it. Okay, but here's what they but did. like breaking it like that breaks the no, rules. No, here's what they did though. Like that's not interesting. That's just annoying. Because no, uh, then you're stuck yes. with a slow plot. Yes. <laughs> yes, it was a filler game. It was bad, but the stuff in the Animus was so good. Like they like the plot of Ezio's life at that point is so interesting. But the other shit is so boring that every time you're taken out of it, you're like, fucking fuck. Yeah, exactly. Fuck, fuck right off. Like, in the Whereas, first game and the second game, every time you leave the Animus, that's when the game gets bad. Yes. Because having the Animus turned on and working is why the game is fun. Yeah, so in Unity, you don't... You never come out of the Animus. Good. <laughs> and in AC Syndicate, you never come out of the Animus. Good. But the metafictive is still there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just... Like, that's fine. Subtle. It's subtle. Because then... Because that's the, more interesting. Because then it's not... You're not given two storylines, and you're you're not ham-fisted two storylines no. at once. You're given one, but then you're given this overarching one that gives which that gives you one can, stakes. Yeah, well. which you can sort of investigate if you want to. Yes, it's not just like oh, we're pulling you out of the animus. Yeah. You're like no, so keep the, me in. The conclusion of AC three is where you find out that so Juno is a very complicated thing, but basically Juno is this character. And there's this whole bunch of precursors that's really hard to follow. I have a vague... And basically, the end of the world is about to happen, and you could you you sacrifice Desmond sacrifices himself to save the world, but no yeah, one knows yeah. it's happened. I hate Desmond. He's a shit. He's a bad guy. But he sacrifices himself to save the world, and no one cares because he's a worse. Like <laughs> yeah. no, like I mean, no the, one cares. No, none of the characters care. They're like, well, he was a dickhead. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, he was. <laughs> thank yeah. you, game. And everyone is like, yeah, thank you. So Ubisoft clearly were like, he's, he's <laughs> yeah, done. He's, he's out. Um, so then in AC4, you actually work at Abstergo. Yeah. Um, it's first person, so it's like you actually are the character in the real world, and you work at Abstergo. That's a much clever thing. That's, oh, so that's much a much better. better idea. So in AC4, you work at Abstergo, and you're recording these memories for a video game. <laughs> God. Yeah. Right? <laughs> it's so all right. Um, no, it's so good. And, um, and and you get contacted by the assassins who are like, hey, do you want to be our inside man? And you're like, well, sure. Well, sure. Yeah, I'm, I guess. You know, I'm just here for the video you're games, like, I'm just but here sure. to do my job, but sure, whatever. <laughs> um, and then you sort of uncover various things, and you go through. And then AC Rogue, which... Oh, I didn't even talk about AC Rogue. AC Rogue that was, was the, uh, the one you play as a Templar. DS? No, that was... PC. No, it was a, it was every, it was everything. It was a, it was exp, it was the it was the previous gen that came out at the same time as AC Unity. Yeah, but it was a different game. Was it the female main character? No, one? that oh that was um that was the DS Assassin's one. Creed Liberations. That was the one on the PSP. Yeah, PSP, which yeah. came out on PC later as uh, Assassin's yeah. Creed Liberations HD, which was a good game, but it felt it felt like a PSP game because it was because it was <laughs> and it was fine. It was a fine game. But it was a PSP game. Um, it yeah. was fine, but it was definitely psp game mm. but um yeah rogue so rogue was built in the ac3 engine um and it was basically just like you play as this character shay uh, and you become a templar through various events and you actually see things from the other side of the fence and you oh, go and you okay. basically hunt down assassins that's the game that's all right yeah it was fun yeah. but it was just short and weirdly contrived yeah, it was like 30 bucks wasn't it yeah it's like pretty cheap it's pretty cheap yeah. and like you skip the best part of it which is him turning like you basically like wake up and you're like hey let's go help some templars well you inadvertently help some templars and then they skip ahead five years and you're a templar and i'm like no you missed the most interesting part <laughs> which is the turmoil of like they both have good moral compasses it's just which one do you want to adhere to they just skipped it and we're like you're a bad guy now Ugh. 
but it was still fun whatever when um, when franchises do that like oh here's a shorter uh, game it's and annoying. it's like for $20 that is the most confusing thing for anyone that doesn't follow yeah. the franchise because you're like oh I missed you're it like, five years what happened yeah you're <laughs> like you'll, you'll, you'll see it on Steam you'll be like what new AC game for 30 bucks what the that fuck seems like wrong. that's that's not right same thing happened when uh Metal Gear Solid Five Ground Zeroes. Ground Zeroes. I was like, "What? MGS yeah, Five? What?" It was what? just a so, level. Like it was one yeah. level. Like, <laughs> I'm like twenty weird. bucks. What? Like, what the fuck? Like and I then, didn't buy it because I was like, I, I don't play Metal Gear. But yeah. I was like, I was like, really? This is like a big deal, so isn't it? And then yeah, and MGS like, nah, Five actually a, came out. Yeah. It was a proof like of concept bucks. to gather data for them. Yeah. So they were like, "Hey, can we?" Which Assassin's Creed Unity should have done. Um, what about it's a good, yeah. it's a good way to do it. Be like, "Hey, here's a." But they should have not done Rogue. And they should have done no because Rogue was just different studios. Remember? Well, they should have done Rogue again then. They should have done, done another Rogue. They should have done another Rogue, but they should have done it in the new engine. Yeah, for so the what, new for the new consoles because it was a great idea for a game. And the the biggest problem that Assassin's Creed have is the whole Assassin Templar thing has backed them into a corner storytelling wise because you always are. An oh, assassin. everything has to go back to the yeah yeah. So the problem they have and they've done a fantastic job of fixing it in this game is that you are always the good guy like in every situation except for where. You kind of are you're kind of a good guy just by coincidence, and there's one action you make toward the end of the game where you just make an on the whim good decision that saves a bunch of people. Sure, but at no point, <laughs> like a whole game, you're just like I want to be rich. That's your motivation. Yeah, which is refreshing. It was refreshing at the time. Whereas in AC Syndicate, whilst you are trying to free this the, the city from like Templars or whatever, both of the characters that you play, the t- it's also there's two characters you play. I don't know if yeah. I mentioned that. So you, they they have for the first time a female protagonist. Yeah. In a full game. So you had Aveline before. But she's fleshed out. She's not sexualized. She's um, also got different mechanics, right? Yes. Well, she's, she's like she's more much, of the stealth. She's much stealthier. She's much smarter. Yeah. They're totally different characters. She is adorable, just like as a person. Like, you just want to hang out with her. Yeah. Kind of thing. Whereas Jacob's this just like, he's funny, but he's a cunt. <laughs> and every time you're Evie, you get annoyed. Like, even if you're not a person who's like Evie. When you're playing as Evie and Jacob does something dumb, you're like, fucking Jacob, come on. <laughs> and when you're playing as Jacob, you're like, Evie, have a sense of adventure, come on. Because you'll do stuff like, to give you an example, you'll be in a cart chase, and Evie will be like, we need to get the fuck out of here. I can't believe like you got us into a cart chase, you fucking idiot. <laughs> and Jacob's like, a cart chase at midnight? How good? <laughs> like, it's just such a good dynamic that they've produced. Uh, and you really can identify with any of the characters at any, of the time, any time or whatever. But something they've done really well is that Neither of the characters are particularly good people. So, like, there's a there's a really good instance early on when you see someone getting captured during a mission. You're kind of sneaking into a building um, to find a lab, and a character gets captured, and Evie's like, well, that's a shame, but I've got a mission to do, and she just keeps chuffing on. Yeah. And then about ten minutes later, she's like, fuck, he's got a key I need. <laughs> Damn it. And she goes and saves him, and he's like, thanks. And she's like, I didn't, I didn't do it for you. Like, I need a key, mate. And he's like, oh, well, why don't you give me the key? And then... Just let, like, let me go and I'll give you the key. And she's like, yeah, but you're already tied up, so just take that. <laughs> and then she just walks away, just leaves him. And I'm yeah. like, oh, all right. we've never had any characters like that before no. who are the good guys. Yeah. And you do stuff like Jacob will blow up a bunch of civilians if it kills some Templars. Like, you've got these characters who, for the first time, walk some kind of a gray line, which the series has solely needed for years. Because mm. even Edward was like, he still had this streak of good in him, and he was still like a good guy, even though he was a cunt pirate. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I think they've really done a good job, and I, I can't say enough good things about the game. Um, you know, the free running mechanics are more robust than ever. They feel challenging again because you've got that rope launcher that you get to include. Um, yeah, it's just sensational. I think the only thing that they've missed the mark with is the um, 
Some of the gear upgrading stuff is a bit confusing. Like some of the crafting of gear and I stuff. think they just needed like RPG mechanics and these yeah, it made sense. Bunch of games are like, just tedious. It was good in Unity because it was just gear. Like you just had like a fuck ton of options for yeah. There's and like there's like and... there's like sort of like Metroidvania level of like yeah. game progression where it's like everything is something new, and it's like Batman does the same thing. Yeah, but then there's like Far Cry three levels of gear progression where it's just yeah. like plus one bullets to your yeah. pistol. Throw and throw and the only thing that was throw good something that, ten the, meters further. It's the like, mechanics in that were good though. The yeah. stealth or the mechanics, the stealth mechanics in three were the first time that they'd really made it. I mean, Far Cry upgrades. three was just like great. It was the first time they um, made this, any of the upgrades. I still think Far Cry two is better. <laughs> I think Far Cry two is a better game. I think Far Cry three is a better open Far world game. Far Cry two game. is just a box. Yeah, but like it was was a more uh, interesting box. I don't know. I, well, okay, Far Cry Four is the funnest box of all time. But it's an empty Far Cry. Box. Far Cry Four has the coolest. Uh, it's just an empty box. Venom, villain, villain. Yeah, I don't know. Like he he was okay. Chet what was his name. Uh, Pagan. Pagan men. God, what a good guy. He's such a cool. It's villain. just the Joker, basically. Yeah, he's so cool. He's the coolest dude. They have in this game actually in Syndicate. Um, to to, to bring us back, annoyingly. Um, I promise this will be the last. <laughs> I'm just gonna wrap this up. But um. Because I could see Ben being like, okay, this is just me humoring the yep. assassin's creature. That's <laughs> fine. Um, this particular villain is just like, he's not even just like a bad guy. Like, he's just mean. Like, you it's know. Just a dick. Yeah, like, he's not evil. He's just unkind. Like, mm. you know how other villains, they'll be like really over the top, so you know they're a bad guy. Mm. I'm trying to think of like obvious examples, but like, the Joker. The Joker. Well, he's not because <laughs> he's also insane. But like. Any villain in a Call of Duty game is like, I want to start the next world war. I want to drop a nuke on China. And you're like, got to stop the guy killing all the people. Whereas this well, guy... Well, the older Call of Duties. Yeah, Newer Call really? of Duties are a little bit different. They're like, oh, I've got a private militia and I'm going to take over the world? Well, then, yeah. And like, and Which the, is actually refreshing. The, it's so bad. What was the Call of Duty that had uh, Bacon in it? Uh-huh. Kevin Bacon. I don't know. Kevin Spacey, I mean. Oh, Spacey. That was uh, <laughs> bacon Advanced Spacey. Warfare. Yeah. Yeah. That was more interesting because he worked for him. Yeah, and then and it was broke. boring because the missions were boring. But like, it was boring because it's Call of Duty. It's just a haunted house, basically. <laughs> yeah, it actually, is. Yeah, it's a, no. Don't get me wrong; it's a fun haunted house. But it's <laughs> a haunted house. <laughs> I was, I was, it's um, a really good haunted house. I was playing the new one. Um, someone, I was at someone's house and they had the new one, and they were like, "Hey, this is, what do you think of this?" So I played like the first hour. And the like, movement in those games are getting really interesting. It's really weird, but like, but it will a, never be good. No, but like <laughs> after about an hour, you get both of your arms ripped off. Okay. Yeah. Like, and that was when I stopped playing. I was like, and I'm done. <laughs> and I'm done. And you get to see it from first person. It's the most horrific shit. Oh, what the fuck? And fu- I'm like, is that why? Every, Kids, every, play yeah, this! Every, no! All of the games have a shock level. Huh. And that that's huh. funny, that game's shock level. I guess level. you get robot arms, but I was like... No. You would get robot arms. Yeah, but there's like... Yeah. They, it was just... No. Nah. <laughs> like, unnecessary. And I was playing Call of Duty. I'm like, hey, this is a great haunted... Arms. <laughs> oh. Don't get me wrong, it's fun. But, yeah, I mean, like the oh my god, like <laughs> if it didn't cost eighty dollars, I'd play that shit. The the missions, I mean, not the multiplayer. yeah. If they sell, if they sell the uh the campaign for like Separately? ten bucks, I'd buy it. Yeah, I'd buy it. I'd buy it. They're fun. Black Ops was fun. Black Ops Two was fun. Yeah, the campaigns are fun. I don't like. Like, I never enjoy their multiplayer. No, the, the campaigns are fun. Even though they're like like I'm the target audience. Yeah, you are. But I just don't. Enjoy I just them. find it boring. But like, because yeah. I'm not good enough to have fun. But like the um <laughs> the there's a particular mission in the first Black Ops where you're in I think you're in Vietnam or something and you're crawling through like tunnels and you have like a you have a flashlight and a revolver. Oh, those are the um yeah the like the Vietnamese tunnels. Yeah, and you have a flashlight oh, that, and a revolver. That's the fucking worst and it's level. Just like it's so claustrophobic yeah. and 
you you can turn your flashlight on and off. Yeah. And like, if you have it on for too long, they'll kind of like know where you are. Yeah. And, like you got to sneak through and like fuck that level. And mm. that was like that's genius, incredible gameplay, fantastic game design, but they've not really done anything like that since. Well, I mean, before then, that was the uh, the sniper level from COD Four. Which was that? It was the. It's called Old Gillied Up. It's like oh the my best, god, the that's own, so good. The best Call of Duty oh level ever. Oh my god. Like, that, that so from start good. to finish is fantastic. I played that on the hardest difficulty so many times with oh, this it's one a, it's amazing in co-op. It's just the, it's best, like, the best level. It's just so much fun. They recreated it in Modern Warfare 2 with one of the Spec Ops? Is that what it was called? Yeah, the Spec Ops missions. Um, yeah, and you, they recreated that that in the snow and, that, the snow and then one. they had yeah. another Gilly one as well later on best the best spec ops in modern warfare 2 was really fun so good i, um, I, 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 I wish they would the do it more often rather than zombies i think zombies, zombies has just been done zombies is done yeah they keep doing they keep redoing zombies i think they need to i think the storyline in zombies is funny yeah like well, you can be all the presidents yeah like it's the it's a fun time the different storylines they give each zombies on the moon yeah like I, it's funny and that's what it is but it's like then it's not fun anymore yeah or it's it the, becomes just like a goof. if you think the multiplayer is the same thing every time like zombies is just <laughs> never ending the same shit from what i'm told the multiplayer now is actually interesting but the added verticality just makes it really hard if you're not good at them like you know how before if you're yeah. bad at them you could just get a grenade launcher and you could still yeah, get some kills people, now yeah. you can't do anything if you're not good at them. oh yeah like there's like a whole class system now it's because they're focusing more on the competitive play of it which is still considered a complete fucking joke within like the esports even halo is more of a competitive oh yeah like halo is actually considered a great game because they have really great game modes and they have like really intelligent design and halo is like the the saving grace of arena shooters yes like halo is where quake went essentially i mean pretty much yeah it's just unfortunate that it went on consoles so it's a little bit slower it's it's hard in terms of like the map like the level design Mm. and like how you have to sort of control a map rather than just popping and shooting people like that's it's halo I mean, like that's where that gameplay is. Something that I'm really. I think Halo does well that not a lot of other stuff does. Is, Plus, um, Halo started MLG. Well, that too. Like, so, I mean, like it, it, you, it's you have to give them it. that. Yeah, yeah. it's kind of like. it's You couldn't really have League of Legends without Starcraft. Like, when Halo. When MLG dropped Halo 4. Yeah. Or Halo, I was like. Mm, uh, it might have been Halo 3 rough. or 4. I can't remember. It was Halo 4. Halo oh, okay. 3 was. I was like, wow. MLG dropping Halo. It's rough. Jesus. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's rough. I mean, uh, it, Halo 4 was. It was a good. The campaign... So the thing about Halo is that what they've done is really interesting, is they've gone the opposite direction that Call of Duty have. They've gone more story-focused. Yeah, and the story is really good, and it's really intelligent. um, Whereas... And, like, everything is about, like, the story making sense in the world and, like, the Mm. production of that. Call of Duty is just the literal opposite, where it's like, hey, here's Here's another skin box. They're like, hey, five (laughs) guys in the next room over, make the story, we'll do the rest of the game. Mm. We'll build everything else. You just just put it in a... Just put it on us... Make the Hornet Make a campaign, yeah. Yeah. And then... Make a campaign that not only, like, is super linear, but doesn't teach people how to play multiplayer. Yes. Which is, what is that? At least Battlefield single player, you learn the game. Yeah, like, it's... If you're gonna have a multiplayer-focused game... You can actually make your single player be really good at teaching people how to handle the multiplayer. Uh, Assassin's Creed Three had great. Uh, no, mm, Brotherhood. Yeah. Sorry, Brotherhood was the first one with multiplayer. Yeah, great multiplayer because it was the same as the single mm. player, just harder and with yeah. real people. Also, and whatever happened to that? The Assassin's Creed multiplayer was great. I think just. I think it just wasn't. No one. I think it it's just. So weird. It was weird, but it was so much fun. It came. Like, I think. Uh, you think it was just the timing too early? Yeah. Yeah. If they did it now, it'd be they did it now, it'd be huge because it's basically 
Troubling Terrace Town. It's, it's Troubling Terrace Town, yeah. the best version of that... Yeah, it's a it's a triple-A version. I think, yeah, if they'd done it now and they looked at... Imagine that in like, London. Oh, fuck so me. Good. If they looked at more, like, so casual games, like, more social games, mm. like Troubling Terrace Town, yeah. like, they'd make billions. Yes. I mean, Like, to be honest, that's, like, that's the new Minecraft uh, social games. Yeah, I mean, they missed like the these... opportunity in... Um... AC Unity, they had, oh, sorry, in Syndicate, in Unity, they had a co-op system where you could just drop into someone else's yeah. world, and that was really fun. Like, I played... And it fit the story of the game as well. fit the story as well. Um, I played with Colby House, who's my channel partner on YouTube, um, and he he wasn't very good at the game, and I was really good at the game. And I was actually able to teach him how to be better at the game, just going through co-op and doing missions with yeah. him and stuff. And, like, after about, a f- like, four or five, you know, sessions of playing, he was just as good as I was. And we could play these missions, and it was like... You would, you would. It was just the coolest shit. Like it felt like you were actually being an assassin because you'd set up great. You were like, I'll wait, I'll wait here. You go around the corner, kill that guy. I'll go around, kill the other guy. Yeah. And you just set up this stuff, and it works. And it's just like bam, 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 bam. And you fire all the, you fire off everything at the right timing, and it works. And you're like, oh my god, that was so cool. <laughs> and if they could do more of that. Yeah, we need so more. Cool. Uh, we need more like mission focused co-op games. Yeah. I used to play lots of SWAT Four, which is a yes. I mean, Rainbow Six is kind of that, but not really. Yeah, SWAT 4 was a bit more tongue-in-cheek. Oh, SWAT 4 back then was more tongue-in-cheek yeah, than Rainbow bit... Six back then. Yes. Rainbow Six now is ridiculous. It's just um, crazy. It's just... Have you it... played the most recent one? Uh, Siege? S- the, yeah, the new one. Siege is pretty interesting. Yeah, it's weird. I played beta a few times. Yeah. It's odd. Yeah. Um, it's You can see exactly where it's going for. Yeah. It's like, yeah, it's, it's just a really heavily focused Counter-Strike. It's just a Tom Clancy game. Yeah, it's just a very well... Like... It's just a very, like, very structured, um, like, counter-terrorist game. It's Counter-Strike, but just it's sort just of... Just better? Yeah, it's like mobile elements-esque. Well, like, there's different character classes. Yeah, it just seems way complicated. Like... Oh, yeah, it's insanely complicated. Like, which is fine, but also... I don't think it'll be played competitively. No, but I think there'll be people that will play it... Co- outside of that there are people that will play competitively and it will last them forever oh uh, I don't think so I feel like Payday no. the biggest problem that Payday had if you look I mean there's been some controversy with the developers and some stuff that they've done but one of the biggest things that Payday and why it was so popular for so long with some people is that it was great for people that like to play co-op games that didn't want to lose yeah well I think the difference between Payday and Rainbow Six Siege is that Payday is co-op Mm. Only co-op, whereas Rainbow Six Siege is 5 versus 5. Yes. Like, when you have games which are co-op, like, I think Sven co-op is still being played. The fucking Half-Life 1 mod. Like, there's this... <laughs> like, it's amazing. Like, Sven oh, co-op is boy. incredible. Yeah, but still. Um, But people still play it because really? it is... It's been years. Yeah, like, because <laughs> because it is just co-op. You guys co-op. can't see, but I am just... Yeah. Yeah, like, what? Be- like, because it's not a case of, like, oh, we have to have ten people and it has to be five on five. Yeah. Like, when you have that, you build, like, the game will inherently be, like, competitive. So, like, especially if it's a team game. Yes. It's just, like, oh, for this to be played, like, for a long period of time, it would only be, like, the hardcore fan base, which mm. means the competitive fan base. Yes. Which means players are going to have to be organized in five on five, which is which play. is hard like organization like that is difficult but like sven co-op you just jump into a server and play what's well, why battlefront is going to collapse eventually yeah like as much like as- anything that like co-op is such a like like only co-op like no competitiveness at all like one team of five versus ai is a really good way to make your game just played forever <laughs> i mean i if 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 it wasn't like 
if it wasn't that Unity was, if it wasn't that Syndicate was out, we would still be playing AC Unity. Yeah. Like we were picking that up at least once a week, and we were playing the same missions. Like it wasn't like they were releasing new missions. Yeah. But we were playing them where we were like, hey, this time we'll only use smoke bombs. Yeah. No darts. If, or yeah, if the no game lets. Or like just so good. Yeah, like Spot Four <laughs> did something similar where it was just missions. And you yeah. would just play them, and it's and you'd just be like, let's play it with only fucking paintball guns. Yeah. And gas masks so cool against terrorists yeah. with fucking AK. With AK. like let's do it <laughs> and they did they, they did the really intelligent thing um they did the same thing with watchdogs but it was shit in <laughs> watchdogs tried to do dark souls multiplayer co-op stuff oh god where you could have fuck? you could have char- you didn't know about this no so characters could enter your world to try and hack you and they it was no 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 it, it was actually it was pretty cool so the way it would work sounds super lame. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's in the in the you context, got hacked in the, in, the, fucking... in the context of the game. It was cool yeah. in inverted commas. Yeah, I'm making air quotes. Um, so uh, basically, you would, someone would enter your world, uh, and they would have to stay close to you. They would look like a civilian. Yeah. They would have to stay close to you to hack into your phone and stay within a radius to hack you. Yeah, and you could start using your phone to search. So you had to like put your crosshair on people to search them to see if they were hacking you. And yeah. when you spotted them, they had to make a fucking getaway. Yeah, it's kind of cool. And it was cool, but the problem with it is that... It's boring. Well, <laughs> when you're really good at the game, which I was really good at the game, it was just really easy. You just cap them. Well, because people don't know how to look like a civilian. It was the same problem that Assassin's oh, Creed yeah. multiplayer had just eventually, like the game was ruined by people being dickheads running on rooftops. Yeah. The game works when everyone is, like, playing the rules. Yeah. But the minute that someone runs around like a dickhead, it's not fun. Yeah. And so we did this thing where we would have, and it sounds dumb because we were just like those people in, at this time, but like um, when, when uh, AC Brotherhood was out and the multiplayer came out and we all loved it, me and this group of like seven guys would haul all of our shit and we'd have a, la- it wasn't really a LAN party because we just left them at this one guy's place for about a week and we just went there every day after school. Yeah. And like we would play the multiplayer and you would have, the, we had the screens basically in a circle facing outwards so you could only see your screen. <laughs> and it was just, oh the, my God. it was the most fun I've ever had playing yeah. just like a co-op game like multiplayer or whatever yeah because it was seven guys we were all playing by the rules because we all wanted to have fun yeah and I laterally played the AC4 multiplayer which was basically the same thing but in the AC4 engine and that was the last Assassin's Creed game to have co-op and then oh sorry multiplayer, multiplayer. then it was co-op in Unity yeah but it was just too easy because people were bad people were bad because a lot yeah. more people were playing the game yeah and then AC Unity Co-op is only good if you could talk to the person because people are mm, idiots. Yeah. And it's just the same problem you always have. If you don't know someone who's playing it, it's tough. Yeah, well, the thing with, like, well, Sven Co-op is that it's fucking stupid anyway. Mm. And if someone dies, it doesn't matter. It just means probably everyone, everyone else will die, which is, like, part yeah. of the game. It's like, like one of those games where it's, like, like you're just given, like, an, a pretty much an impossible task and just told good com- luck, have fun. It. Yeah. yeah. It's like if someone dies, it's like, well, that's expected. It's a Dark Souls kind of situation. Plus, it's like, it, like the Half-Life community is fucking weird. So, you know, it's like it's typical... <sighs> they shit me. Yeah. We're not gonna, I, we'll just get mad. Fucking um, weirdos. <laughs> yeah, so I guess, I can, so I guess to, 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 to conclude and to wrap, this to wrap this up before Ben dies of boredom. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's all right, I've got to talk about Sven Cobb. Yeah, it's true. You, you got, you got <laughs> a shoehorn in there. Um, so that sort of felt like an hour of me fanboying about Assassin's Creed, but I think I made it some pretty decent points no, about was, the criticism. No, about an hour of fanboyism. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, but that's all right. I just enjoy that shit. Yeah. Um, it's just fun. And I think a lot more developers need to make fun shit. Yeah. Um, also, Sunset Overdrive was so much fun. I'm so sad that that didn't... Oh, yeah, that... that such never... a good game. Yeah. Like, it's just nothing came of it. Um, it was That was a launch title for the three six, for the Xbox One. Yeah. That was a fun... That was a fun time. It was basically Jet Set Radio yeah, Future, but with jets. hand blasts. 
Yeah, it we, was just infamous, but better. We need a new Jet Set Radio. Oh my god, Jet Set Radio is such a good I series. I played, I had it on the demo disc that I had with my original mm-hmm. Xbox. Original Jet Set it was Radio. the whole game on the oh, demo what disc. What the fuck? I still have the demo disc, and I, oh it plays on the Xbox 360. I still play that game to this day. I have it on PC. The HD remake. Oh, that's Jet Set oh, Radio, original. though, which is different. I don't have Future. Jet Set Radio Future is a sequel to Jet yeah. Set Radio, and it's way better. Oh, really? It's got, it's got, you've got like 28 characters you can play, and they all play differently. And it had the coolest characters ever, who were like the Poison Jam, who were these dudes who dressed oh, like yeah. monsters. Oh, yeah. So the, good. Yeah, they're in, yeah, oh. I just, that game's just so much so fun. So much fun. Plus the soundtrack's great. Yeah. And then they did crazy things, like, ah, oh, such a good game. But, um, <laughs> no, we could talk about Jet Set Radio for hours. Oh, um, <laughs> But yeah, so I guess um, if you're if you like the series, now is a good time to get back into Assassin's Creed because it's fun, yeah. it's well made, it's not going to play on your piece of crap PC before you send me an email. <laughs> it's a very graphically intensive game, but they have a lot of graphical options for the first time in years, so you can actually tweak certain things. Oh, that's good. A lot closer stuff like even like GPU acceleration at certain points and cutscenes, you can actually tweak all kinds of different stuff. Um, but yeah, get 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 amongst it. It's a good time. Read the novelizations; they're way better. It's um, <laughs> the nerdiest thing I've ever said. But um, yeah, I think that's about it on Assassin's Creed. Um, I apologize for boring all of you for an hour, but if <laughs> you're interested in my opinion, there you go. Um, usual plugs: uh, Ben, what is potato potato, 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 potato on still. Twitter? Yeah. Um, where can they find us if they want to send us questions? What can they do? I don't know. What? Questions at podcast. That's not it. <laughs> questions at podcast. Qu- podcast. Podcast at dcm.works. That one. Podcasts at dcm. It's all in the show Either. notes. Yeah. Um, if you want to support us, patreon.com slash dcmworks, all the usual crap. Um, I'm doing a, a, a series on Assassin's Creed Syndicate, so go check that out if you're interested. Also, Fallout 4. Keep your eyes out. Uh, there'll be some plugs at the top of this for some other stuff that we're doing. And Ben's also got a show coming up sooner or later. What? So, what? What? Yeah, no. Yeah, no. You're like, is this... Is this the real I know thing? exactly what that is. Yeah. So if um, you guys have any questions, feel free to let us know. Otherwise, that's it from us for this week. Bye. Um, yeah, <laughs> bye. <amazing>. Good. <laughs> yeah, bye. The visuals are very, like, well done. And, like, the gameplay is super fun. <laughs> and, like, because those three things are there, it's, like, it's exceptionally good. Yeah, I could do it in a heartbeat and make millions, but it would feel like gouging my soul out. Yeah. Jurassic Park's a little more like DDR. If Shrek is a fairy tale creature, can he actually own land and want to kick them off? Where did that come from? You have to make a lot of shit up to make good art. Yeah, yeah. That's, like, that's just the truth, buddy.